hey, welcome back to another episode of Aaliyah Inspires Finance, and we break down the world of finances. So today is actually an interesting topic. We're going to talk about the history of retirement benefits. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably not thinking about retirement right now, right? You just want to live your life, and that's cool. But listen, life is short, and it goes by so fast. The next thing you know, you're over 30 And it just goes downhill from there, right? So what retirement truly means is freedom. You want the freedom to do and go wherever you want. You want the freedom to travel, make memories with your family, write that book you've always talked about, right? But all of that requires that you get clear about your life and that includes your finances. It governs everything that we do. Name one thing that doesn't involve finances. Don't worry, I'll wait. Exactly. So let's get clear. So the great Maya Angelou once said, you can't know where you're going until you know where you've been. So let's talk about the history of retirement. So first off, did you know that the formal concept of retirement actually started in Germany in the 1880s? It was the brainchild of Chancellor Otto von Bismarck. So he came up with the idea of social benefits for everyone. So that included health insurance, accident insurance, and uh, old age pension, which started at age 70. So meanwhile, in Canada, poverty among the elderly was growing. So it was business owners who offered small pensions for the elderly workers. So the government didn't step in with its first social program until the 1920s. So the Old Age Pensions Act, or OAS, was introduced by Prime Minister Louis Saint Laurent and passed in 1927. So it was offering $20 a month to Canadians 70 or older. Here's the thing, though. Life expectancy was around 61, and the pension didn't start until age 70. So it wasn't until the 1950s and 1960s that we see Canada pension plan, survivor, and disability benefits come into play. And the eligibility age was lowered to what is now 65. So these social programs actually influenced people's decision to retire. So before 1921, about 60% of people aged 65 and older were still working, mostly because they didn't have a choice, right? There was no government money to fall back on. But by the mid-1940s, it was about 30%. So that figure just continued to decline. So that means people were able to enjoy their lives a bit. They could stop working, and the income that they were receiving from the government was enough to sustain them for the rest of their lives. But what happened in the mid-1990s, we saw more and more people over 65 staying in the workforce longer, and that number is just increasing, right? So the entire baby boomer generation is expected to hit age 65 by 2031. So that puts a huge strain on the government's retirement programs. So I said all that to say this likely means for us millennials, Gen Z, and whatever is after Gen Z, you cannot rely on any government program or any pension for income in your later years. Like those funds just simply won't be there. So you have to start now to create a nest egg for yourself. You have to start investing your money. Just think about the life you want to live when you're 65. Do you want to keep working? Or do you want your money to have worked for you and now you're able to enjoy the freedom and richness from life in whatever form that means to you, right? So you have to take care of yourself financially. Nobody else is going to do it. So if you feel like you understand the importance of investing and creating a nest egg for yourself, but you just don't know where to start, this probably means you need a financial plan. 
So in the next episode, we'll break down the process of financial planning. Um, That's all I have for you today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the channel. See you later.